Frank's just here. Shit. So Tom Elliott, welcome. Um, this is what we do in our <laughs> show. We bicker, <laughs> talk about a fan. The Godfather. I want Adam to have a fan. I was trying to think of a fair compromise. Can you not? Listen, we're taking a Tarantino approach, and we're just trying to have normal conversation. And yeah, you know what that's it's, like. It's, it's real yeah, conversation. I want Adam to be comfortable because the more comfortable subscribe Adam is, to this show. If you're watching this or listening to this somehow, check out this on Twitter. L-I-W, L-I- the Twilight Zone Review. L-I-W, the TZ Review. We're also on Facebook that I barely keep up with, and I'm asking Frank to do, but he won't. So we're on well, here. When? What do you mean, yes, I did? You asked you me. Did. You did. I'm fucking with you. You did. I'm totally being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> and, and by the way, thanks for sending me the password to the Twitter. That I, just I just didn't. changed it. It keeps getting locked out. I'll send it to you after the show, okay? Uh, and by the way, can't find the podcast pod, dude. Gone. Don't yeah. Know no explanation. Just gone, dude. I don't know why. Well, I would real quick, we had the podcast pod on Twitter because a show we did 50 episodes of, and I'm I'm semi proud of. We 75. did 50 episodes of the Twitter got deleted. And we never heard why. It just it just vanished. I can come up with about 75 reasons why, <laughs> but we don't know. Well, there's so many people we pissed off, dude. It's like, I'm why like- is there a reason that there's a miniature in his attic? That controls the town. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, but here we are. This is what we're stuck with. So let's let's talk about that. And the last name pissed me off to no fucking end, dude. Hello, oh. citizens. Welcome to LIW, the Twilight Zone Review. I am Phoenix West Choir, who is joined by Frank Clementine Link's Squeeze Squeeze for some reason, Adam Wilcox and Jansen Carlin. This is episode 183 of the podcast and episode 8 of season 2 of the Twitter Zone. The episode is titled A Small Town. It debuted June 25th, 2020. Seriously, why squeeze squeeze? Maybe we will find out as their pointless podcast begins in 3, 2, 1. Good job, Frank. Good job, Frank. Good job, what? Good I job. Another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. Frank. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. I fucked up. Dark territory. I know she's not <laughs> deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone tonight with some sad news. Beloved Mayor Trina Grant has died in a car accident, leaving the small town of Littleton in mourning. Grant was credited with raising Grant. the profile of their community and making it a quaint and bustling tourist really? stop along the highway. Recently, she had spearheaded a key city council vote Grant. that fended off the extension of Interstate 10, which would have cut Littleton off from traffic altogether. She has succeeded in office by town treasurer John Conley, who's been a longtime advocate for the interstate. Grant's passing will likely allow construction on the project to proceed. The economic results of that are yet to be seen. Mayor Grant is survived by her husband, Jason. Our thoughts tonight are with her family, friends, and community. Hysterical Grant was just in a courtroom. <laughs> is that the mayor? Wow. This is my favorite. He nailed that stupid look he always has on his face. He's there. Wow, man. I'd look like that if I had the bet. Same. Why do you stay in this room, man? It's kind of depressing. Um, you know, my wife and I 
house down on Elm. It didn't feel right staying here without her. Asked her to keep me stay up here as long as I'm useful. Plus, up here, she said I might feel closer to God. That junk predates me, but if you're in the mood to get it out, go for it. You'll be doing the church a favor. Yeah, Oprah ain't doing the favor, do it. Hard day today. Hurry up, Frank. Maybe you yeah. should get a thing again. Maybe. I missed it too, really. It took this dude a year. It took this dude a year living up there to finally find the model of the town. Jesus. Oh my god, why does all this rain smell like <laughs> Mr. Jason Grant. Mm. A man looking to make a big difference in a small town. But being the change you wish to see in the world is a lot more complicated when you've got that whole world in your hands. We got the whole world. It's all a matter of perspective. Here. We are. Oh. Welcome to this show that we do, LAWTZ Review, episode some, something, something, something. I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox! You went the different route. <laughs> we cool. were doing a thing, Adam. So, today is episode 208, if I'm not mistaken, A Small Town. And, let me say a couple things off the bat. Frank, from now on, just Jordan Peele's intro. Uh, number two. The episode is confusing because we seem to have a on-again, off-again relationship with the show. Last week, if you listen to the podcast or, or last episode, not a big fan. This episode, big fan. It keeps going back and forth for me. And it continues. Not every other episode, but at least out of the two, there's always one I like. And this is the one I, I like that. this time. I think they know that. Right. Doesn't seem that way because next week we have a very, very different reaction between one, like, one I love, one I hate. It's like they're trying to give you bullshit sandwiches, like some good, well-made bread on either side. You and gotta give them credit for at least spreading it out shit. a little bit, you know, Let, letting it marinate, you know, yeah, letting it build up. <clears throat> yeah, I I agree with both you guys. You're kind of talking over each other, but I agree. Bullshit Sorry. sandwich. Mm-hmm. They're spreading it out. You're both right. Yeah. You have the exact same point. They're spreading it out. And this epi- this season, like I said, half of the season is in my top tier one bucket, which is crazy. I never thought we'd be here, but 
Here we are, another episode where I start watching. I'm going to go first. We're going to reverse order from last time. My first thoughts. Small town. And I go, oh God, I came from a small town. I came from a town of 600 people. And I go, oh, what are we going to watch here? And it's like this Colorado town. And we got Damon Wayans Jr. And I'm like, all right, I like him. I like New Girl. I like, I like, I like him. I don't, his dad, Hit and Miss. I like the movie Bulletproof, Frank. Other than that. David Wayans Jr. The whole time I'm thinking, who does he remind me of? You freaking nailed it. Yeah. His dad? Is it? It's his Damon Wayans Jr. is Damon Wayans' son. Yes. I'm sorry to break that to you. (laughs) The junior might have been a giveaway. We're both juniors. It's it's not just some coincidence that they all look the same and are all black. Yeah. Frank, you and I are both juniors. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it took this to get there, but he's Damon Wayans' son. Like that. I'm just saying, if you look at like all the Wayans brothers, they all look similar. (laughs) That's where we are. I'm not the one wearing the racy shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we're all wearing some kind of shirt. You're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Frank's got his I Love Guitars. Uh, Adam's got his KKK shirt, and I got my Pink Floyd shirt on. So here's where we it's are. Like, it's not like my wall really just spells it out. You know? He's got the uh, abolish, abolish the non-white man shirt on. You might as well have a big Confederate flag on, Adam, is what we're trying to say. That's all we're you're, – you're, you're muted, you realize. You, yeah, yeah, Adam, you yeah. are muted, you know. Move on, Phoenix. He's talking, but he's muted. Adam, are you okay? You're he muted. Knows he knows it. He's no, he, he just realized it. It's probably a good thing I was muted. There for, we you, go. for you non-listeners, <laughs> for, for you listeners only, I'm wearing a T-shirt that says Schwarzenegger on the top and Terminator on the bottom. The cord of my microphone keeps covering <laughs> certain letters to make my shirt look racy, and I hide from the camera. It covers the right side of the E. Yeah. Let's just say that it <laughs> covers. I didn't even car- notice it, it until Jansen pointed out. Now I'm all self-conscious about it. And then his name tag covers the the Schwarzer part of Schwarzenegger. Whatever. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. Look at that right there. Back up. Look and to your right. Go lean yeah. forward. Yeah. I'm not hey. doing it. <laughs> hey. Anyway, I mean, it's just a shirt. At least he doesn't have me saying it in the first episode ever. Well, that's you saying it. That's on you, not on me. I was imitating a black man of what he was saying to white women as either he's kicking them out of the show. To be fair, in two ways for me and you, you didn't know that's what I do when I record. I just go record. I don't tell you. It's true. And I just start recording. And that's part of what makes it fun. But also, you kind of said the (laughs) N-word. Yeah. Okay. He's right. Are you for real, bitch? I had to say it was in context. It was in context. That's what I'm saying. Part part for you, part for me. It it was in context. It was a story. I I censored it. And all, you know. Anyway, if you're listening to the show. I hear hear intro song. I go. Yeah. I, I was telling Adam the other day how much I fuck with you, like when we used to do our show, like in a different. We've had a very different. Not all super nice to you like he is now. Yeah, no. I was say, when did well, you, it's when jovial. Did it's jovial <laughs> racism now. <laughs> we, this show's gone through a number of different changes. Where the first 20, 30, 40 episodes were just me, drunk in a room, talking about oh, Twilight yeah. Zone. 
and then and Frank joined. Frankenheimer. And then uh, yeah, and then Frank joined, and then we did that, and then suddenly we started having with the with the last season of Twilight Zone 2019, we started having different guests, and that was our first time having guests. And then we took a long time off of having guests, and we just talked about Twilight Zone some more. And then Adam joined, and then later Jansen joined. And yeah, then we started going live, and that's when it really started changing. And so we get, we were on like phase seven, if we're on our Marvel Universe thing. Eventually we'll be on CBS All Access. Eventually we will, and we'll be offending everybody. Uh, and I can't wait for that. We'll, we'll be the show after the episode, the new episodes. We'll of be Twilight t- Zone. talking we'll Twilight be- Zone with Chris Hardwick. Will be on. Yeah, we can't well, wait. I ain't gonna lie. Talking like. Twilight Zone with Phoenix West. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. When Adam when, when when Adam came on, I'm like, okay, hopefully this doesn't. You know, it's, I wouldn't Phoenix all to myself because you know I'm 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 selfish. But you know, but then I I started to. I don't know why I like you, but then you know Jansen came on, and I'm like, oh, I hope it's not going to be four because I can't share Phoenix with, 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 with two other know, people. But, but but it worked out, and I and I think this is the best iteration of of the show's ever been. And yeah, me too. Adam and Jansen. And that's why know? I like having four and different me, opinions, and two of us always agree, and then two of us disagree. But the last couple episodes, the last four episodes, we've all agreed on. Yeah. We're become a cohesive whole here. Yeah, yeah I'm it, gonna go against the grain just to fuck with you guys this time. That's fine. You don't like being. You don't kidding. like I us. That's fine. This great. Um, this episode, since I'm going first, let me finish. Uh, it played through. I didn't know where it was going. I I was surprised where it went. Only thing I want to say negative is I wish Jordan Peele's intro was as in miniature, just a little toy, and they just <laughs> showed him and he talked over it, and that's it. And that's all they showed of Jordan Peele. But instead, in he's in an umbrella. This. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that been hilarious? It would have fit the episode so much better. But instead, they have him. It's the Twilight Zone. Damon Wayne's Jr.'s wife is dead. She was the mayor. Uh, David Krumholtz took over. He he finds a, he's in like Batman. If you play the Batman games, that's where he has his lair, which is like in a, a weird uh, cathedral almost at the top of it. But he's sitting there and he finds a model. And he sprays a bottle over it, trying to clean it, and it suddenly realizes it's raining outside. That's our premise. And it goes from there. And you're kind of like, oh, okay. So what he does there affects the actual town. All small town means something. It's what I wanted from the M. Night Night Shyamalan show, Wayward Pines, which is why I thought that show was going to go, but it didn't. That fucking show sucked. But the village was awesome. Village fucking sucks worse. No, it was great. That movie's fucking terrible. What are you talking about? You're losing. Frank, you're losing listeners. Likes the village, except you, buddy. The no, village I'm is terrible. I'm not. I'm not I, even I, being ironic. I loved it. Village is terrible. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the village. You Thank guys are you, terrible. Man. Bottom row sucks. But the point I'm not, is, I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Point uh, is, uh, he I'm realizes sure. it's doing that. They cut the Jordan Peele who has an umbrella. I was like, okay, that's enough, I guess, of an intro for him. I was hoping he was going to be in a miniature. Like, I really was hoping for a, a fixated miniature of Jordan Peele talking it while. Really, Nothing they really missed it on this one with, with his intro and outro, especially his outro. Oh. He's not even he's not on the screen. Nothing. First time, right? No, Voice not first over. time. Yeah, he did that yeah. in a different episode too. Which one? Eight. Yeah, he did in eight, and he did in some other episodes. Anyway, he would have drowned if he did it. <laughs> yeah, he's a squid <laughs> or an octopus. Yeah. The point <laughs> is, <laughs> hey, bros, here's our took over the human race. <laughs> 
would have been hilarious if they put him in like one of those full face scuba gear masks and he's just like, underwater <laughs> doing his intro. Or he's looking through <laughs> that yeah. hole that they have for no reason. Yeah, like uh, the Men of Honor that Cuba uh, Gooding yeah. yeah. Jr. movie. Just punching octopus. <laughs> yeah, but uh, to finish my sentiment, I'm almost done here. I, I like where the episode went. I kept going, where's this going? I was I was hoping and really, how do I say this? I was really hoping it didn't go where I thought it was going to go, which is Damon Wayans Jr. versus David Kernholz, the mayor. He's the new mayor, took over after his ex-wife. I was really hoping it wasn't two heads knocking each other, him fucking him over, realizing everyone's giving him power and trying to trying to sway that. And it didn't do that. It did for a second, but I got over that really quickly, and I was like, okay, I'm on board. So I'm glad they skipped that, and I'm glad they went where they went, and it was interesting. And I had like a weird, bittersweet, I guess I would say, ending. And I was, at the end of the episode, I I enjoyed myself the whole way through. I, I liked everything about it. Uh, I, only complaint, Jordan Peele's intro. Um, Frank, why don't you go next? Um. I, I, I like the episode. I had a big problem with the character names. I hear Grant, and I immediately think Shadowplay. His last name? Okay. Okay. And um, there wasn't really many parallels to it. None. Maybe maybe extremely loose, but n- not really. Um, even though Adam, I guess Adam Grant back in Shadowplay could almost, no, I, I would be, I would be, diving to try to connect that dot but yeah the last name i didn't like the last name but it was it is what it is but other than that i mean i thought the premise was interesting right uh you know with the whole ch- ch- ch in the rain 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 yeah i thought that was cool and but i didn't know what he was spraying i'm like why is he spraying you know cologne over everybody <laughs> like is everybody smelling nice now <laughs> well they did set up the that he's he, he cleaning up yeah, he Sorry. saw himself inside looking at the table, yeah. and he was trying to clean the window so he could get a better look. Oh, right, yeah. that's right. Because yeah. his and wife's that... attic, that was his wife's attic, and she had all this junk, and he's trying to clean it up because she she let it be dusty, apparently. Mm-hmm. No, that's not his. that was not his wife's attic. No, they had a house down the street. And sure the, was his wife's it, attic. It was the church's attic. She was working there. She was the mayor. She was the mayor because she was working there too. That's why he. That's why in do you think church? he was there? The mayor works so, in the church to connect it for you, Frank. The reason he talks about it later, or, or, yeah. or in a piece of the episode where he goes, she always knew how to get things done around here, or something like that, or she would she would make sure that this place was ship shape. And the uh, reason she was able to do that was because of this that model, was her attic, and that was her model. Yeah, she she would go there. She didn't live there like he did. We, you're assuming he. She, I agree with what you're saying. They kind of show it like she's living there like he did, but obviously she wouldn't have been there. But she was visiting it from time to time because she was more reasonable about it. He was more obsessive about it because his wife's gone. So he was just there, and that's it. Yeah, I can but, totally understand why he didn't live in that big house by himself. But, but he kept saying his wife was there because it got, a, got her closer to God. And then that's what the whole point of the episode is, is he's a god of this town looking over this model and can actually change things from there. But that's the whole point of it. It looked like the crow or Batman. Like, do you remember his apartment in the crow? It reminded me of that a lot. 
It, I was just thinking that. I'm glad you brought that up. It's like this was this was the department from the crow that he falls out of. That big ass window. The, the same might might have been the same set. Who knows? <laughs> am, I, am I the only one on the face of the earth that's never seen the crow? Yes. Yeah. I knew it. It's a great movie. Sorry. You should probably watch it. No, if I haven't done it yet, Frank. Frank, to be I'm quite telling honest you, with you, Frank. It's a great movie. Not worth your time. Oh my god. I figure as much. Okay, so hold on. Let me um, let me uh do something here. Um, oh shit. Oh. I mean, like I mean, Bruce Jensen Bruce. wishes to plug. Apparently, reddragonsradio.com. <laughs> yeah, okay. Adam wishes to shut plug up. Raiders of the Lost Flicks.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday and for the hours last episode of the podcast. Oh, and I hope you enjoyed. Sports car podcast. Jansen fucking ruined it. Topic radio podcast. <laughs> Phoenix. Here's here's let me let me pull it back. Okay, I I still think that it's not worth your time, but the re. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally <laughs> hit that. I, mean, re- I, Adam, I think it's just one of those movies you have to see to like be well-rounded but i don't think it was anything great for me personally fair enough <laughs> frank <laughs> knowing your I movie phoenix <laughs> knowing your movie likes and your interests the crow is right up your alley ernie mm-hmm. hudson from ghostbusters love him that's all you need to know go watch and the movie ernie hudson from, from oz yeah he was, in oz. he was the administrator in oz right yeah he was the administrator on Oz, right? The warden, whatever. You warden, want to call him. sorry. I, it's been 25 years since I watched that show. Aha, uh-huh, <laughs> you admitted it. I knew you watched it. I told you I watched some of it. Well, yeah, because the last episode you said you never, you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I said I watched like a season and a half or so. Um, uh, I didn't yeah, finish no. it. So, well, okay, also... so if you watch a season and a half, Chris, Chris Maloney and Beach didn't start banging Unglies until like episode or season four, I think. Okay, we well, Crow is great. Up my answer with the fact that I, I did watch the movie when I was really into torrenting movies and it was in like 480p so I didn't have like the greatest experience with it to be honest. I don't care about resolution. It still has an isn't emotional really connection dark? with you. Don't you really need good resolution because isn't that a lot of the movie dark? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm trying to say. So I probably it's, didn't enjoy it. I would it never say good. watch the movie. It's great. I would just say I really enjoyed this movie. If you want to watch it, go right ahead. If if. If Jensen didn't like it, I'd be like, okay. But if he says I fucking hated that movie, I'd be like, how? That would I offend said me. I didn't like it. I know, but the way you said it is skip that movie, which I don't agree with at all. Plus, we'd be taking my line because that's what I say. Watch that movie; it's great. Listen, yeah, Frank. <laughs> when did that do come out? Val- do you value 94. 94. Do you value time as much as I value mine? Extremely, sir. Watch something else. Okay. It, it Jensen, was not his era. Don't. Frank, what do you mean with my era? Frank, no, not my no. era. So I'm talking about Jansen. Yeah. Frank, oh. I'm, I'm trying to say that it, it's, it probably wouldn't have the same impact on him because he grew up with way better superhero movies than we did. So, Frank, yeah, Frank, you me. trust? You I'm, trust? I'm almost thirty. Almost, Frank. Dude, you, I'm you trust? Hold on, I know. Frank. I was, like out of high school when that came out. <laughs> okay, let me let me talk to Frank because Frank's the same age as me, pretty much. You trust my movies way more than Jansen, right? So far, because that's the first movie Jansen told me to know. Okay, you'll like Crow. Watch it with an open mind. It's nothing. It's you're not going to be like, whoa, that was like. I really enjoy that movie. It's a great movie. I and that's it. That's all you need. 
it's yeah. it's nothing crazy. It's based off a fucking comic book, which I do have and I and I I read and I enjoy. Yeah, it's a cool comic. But it's a cool comic, and it's just the a revenge movie. That's it. Watch a movie is to say that. <laughs> I yeah. Hate comic book movies. No, it's it's. Do you like Thirty Days a Night? I know, what? Thirty. I Thirty Days a Night, the vampire movie. I never heard of it. Okay, watch that movie too. It's it's similar. And who fucking cares? Let's talk about a small town. And I like. I, I I do like vampire movies. Okay. Anyway, interview with a vampire was great. I okay. It. Thirty Days a Night is a vampire movie based off a comic. Same same kind of premise, same kind of comic, same era. A little bit later, about half a decade later. But point is, watch those two movies. You'll like them. As point long is, as it's not Marvel or DC. I'm there. You no, know, it's 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 fuck. Uh, what is that horse? Dark horse. They're both that. Point is, let's talk about small town. Because talking about negative negativity on the crow is boiling me to my core. So let's talk about <laughs> this I just, episode. I hold on. Let me I just need to say this before we continue on so you're not pissed off at me. I don't have negativity it's too late. for it. I just don't have positivity for it. I am in the middle. It's not that good. It's not that great. Wasn't worth my time. I what like didn't you like about it is what I'm curious about. Real quick. Five seconds. Five seconds. Yeah, it wasn't that good to me. I don't. I don't know. I don't okay, so you have nothing. Okay, reason. great. I don't have anything. Okay. I mean, didn't you hear him say he he watched it in terrible resolution? Yeah, I watched it in terrible resolution during a time when I thought I was really into shit like that, and I wasn't into it. Okay, so both of you rewatch it with a uh, high resolution. <laughs> now I got to waste another hour and a half of my life. <laughs> I will just say, skip the sequels. Those are terrible. I hate sequels anyway. So yeah, sequels are embarrassing. The sequels are Edward Furlong from Terminator Two plays him in the fourth one. Ugh. It is so beyond batshit annoying and bad. You talking about the T one thousand? No, Edward Furlong, mm-hmm. young He's John that? Connor. Okay, can you just say that? I don't know the names of actors. Can you say the characters? I'm more into that. Like, if you say a character from a movie. I'm, I'm not here about. for you. you right. I'm here since for you. Listeners. Since you turned this into a crow podcast, uh, Phoenix. Uh, I didn't. Fun... Jansen did. Little, 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 little fun fact for you. Um, fun Boy was supposed to be played by Iggy Pop. Who he looks like him. Wasn't wasn't available to be in the in Iggy the Pop's in the movie. sequel. Iggy it's... Pop's in the sequel, which is inferior to the first one. Not the worst of the sequels, but still really bad. You're not going to surprise me with a, with a with a crow fun fact. Okay, <laughs> it's not gonna if happen. Pop was in the Crow. I wouldn't watch it. But no, he's, he's in the no, sequel. Well, the, the a lot of the drawings were based on Iggy Pop's physique. Yes, so that's, that's why um, they were gonna have him be in there. The first one, it's just it's about Detroit, the city of Detroit. Eight miles. Get, guy gets killed, and he avenges his wife's in his murder. And that's it. Close. That's the whole whole story. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Uh, the the fourth oh. one has Edward Furlong. Anyway, um, small town. So Damon Wayans Jr. On small town. I said my thoughts. Frank, do your thoughts on a small town, not in the crow, which is a great movie. In your opinion, I give it a ten. Uh, Phoenix, what was that song by Pearl Jam about the small town? A small, uh, uh oh God, what is that? A small, a woman behind a counter in a small town. Yeah, yeah, she was hot, dude. She's old. No, no, no. An elderly no, no. woman behind a counter in a small town is in the full name of the song. Oh, She's elderly. elderly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Latina woman in the small town behind the counter. I don't know. Jennifer Lopez, what are you talking about? Finish your fucking thoughts. 
Can we stay yeah, on Jennifer, topic here for once? The Jennifer Lopez in this episode was hot. What Jen? What did you think about the fucking episode, Frank? I liked it. Okay, Adam. <laughs> Unmute yourself and tell me what you thought about the episode. I just hated his last name. We're Couldn't we're fucking twenty five minutes into this episode. We didn't talked about it. Can you, Adam? Please. Okay, there's there's really only thing. Thank you. Thing I can say about this episode, Adam. Please uh, read that. <laughs> now that I got that out of the way, Adam, it a very... <laughs> read, read that. Hashtag, Adam. Hashtag, don't be like Jansen, the crow rule. Okay, so what do you think about this episode, uh, A Small Town? I like the model. I thought the special effects were good. I thought the actors were good. I enjoyed the characters. Um this one was pretty good. The, the My only gripes, I think, would be that I, I thought that this was supposed to be more about the main character that finds the model, and it kind of stops being focused on him as the, the show goes on. And after listening to you guys talk, I think I kind of like the fact that it, it did subvert my expectations at least that much. Yeah. I didn't predict the ending. I didn't dislike the ending any. Uh, this this I didn't love it. Like it wasn't my favorite of this season. No, I know which one that one was, but this was one of the ones that I liked. Definitely, I uh, I would say slightly above average, like maybe uh, six or seven. Maybe, let's go seven, seven out of ten for me. If I could, real quick, I completely agree with everything Adam just said. I it subverted my expectations. I I was watching it going here it goes. It's gonna oh it didn't go there. The character wasn't severely complicated. He was really quiet. I like the fact that it, it kept me guessing as where it's going to go. I thought it was going to be like a little uh, him versus him thing. And then it, it ignores the model in the, in the attic for a while. And I was like dreading that. But it didn't. It it kept shifting. Sorry, Jansen. I'm in the cut in your time. You're but it, it kept shifting where I kept thinking Damon Wayans Jr., who I love. I love New Girl. I love his character New Girl. I love him. Where coach. I kept going, Coach. Yeah, I kept going, oh, God, here it goes. It's going to be him versus him, where the mayor is getting credit in the church over the, all the changes that he's making. He's filling the potholes. He's fixing the sign. Here it goes. They never did it. They had a scene of him going, I don't like this fucking asshole getting on the credit. Here's a big rock in his car. And a rock would hit his car. And then he'd be like, the neighbor kid did it. He made this. He made a space rock fall in my car. And you kind of realize that's insane because how did that teenager draw a rock on your car? And he's pointing out other sci-fi things that could have happened to his car that didn't make any sense. He puts the spider at one point on the model. Yeah. And that actually looked a lot better than I thought it would. I don't know what you're talking about because I... I did this twice. This this season, like we we've seen special effects that are good and special effects that are terrible. This one actually had good special effects. Well, here's I thought for sure it wouldn't. Frank, you were trying to say something. Did I cut you off? No, no, no. I just said I I I love the spider part. I I thought that was hysterical. Okay, and and I love the meteorite crashed into the stingray. (laughs) Here's my question: Describe the spider thing to me because both times I didn't see it. Are you? Did you, a, turn, did, you, did you turn away? I yeah. am arachnophobic. I am. They, they didn't. They didn't focus on it uh, intensely because I have arachnophobia as well. Uh, if I was able to get through it, then it wasn't that intense. So, Adam, they, they, you don't have arachnophobia then? 
not as bad. I as you. walked out of the room twice by myself yeah, today. I walked there out of the are, room. There are two people in this world: people who hate spiders and are cool with snakes, and people who hate snakes and are cool with sm- spiders. And I don't mind I snakes. I see a snake and I'm screaming like a little yeah. girl. Uh, snakes don't bother me. So yeah. here's the deal: Can we agree on this, guys? You don't share any spiders with me just to fuck with me. I won't share any snakes just to fuck with you guys. How about that? Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. I, I respect that. I, I didn't like see the spider either. shit. I left the room twice. And <laughs> if you trust me, it's, if you tell me it's good, I'll trust you guys. Um, it, it wasn't that intense. No, it was more more or less played up for humor, which I kind of appreciate. Okay. Gifts. Jensen, <laughs> I will never talk to you again on there. Amazon.com. Here's the thing. I'm I am 100% serious. I will not talk to you again if you send me a spider. I will not I will ignore that chat. I killed a spider in my house this weekend. I shit you not, it was like that big. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I've done that out here and it fucking sucks and it ruins my week. But <laughs> I, I bet Phoenix you have spiders that are way bigger than they are out here. Yeah, I mean don't I mean don't like spiders take little kids away to their burrows out there? We're not Australia. <laughs> Australia does that. Oh, are you, are you talking about Pennywise? Uh? <laughs> Pennywise the spider? No, I mean, I, I mean I've been out in Phoenix. I mean I figure there's spiders that just drag kids into the boulder fields and then everything. Camel spiders. <laughs> yeah, that's why they call them camel spiders, right? But it's just yeah. a t- it's they a spider that touches him. It molests the child and releases him. It's like <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> they all float down here. All your die. balls float down here, children. They all float. That damn pedophile spider. He gets you every time. All the little hair sticking off his legs. Um. No, here's the thing. I don't mind tarantulas. I grew up with one. My brother had one. Tiny, like daddy long legs, whatever. In between what Jansen's talking about right there, I met one my first like month in Phoenix, and that's it. And I'm so fucking lucky. And I and I and I cross my fingers and I pray to God I don't believe in Florida ever. Like, but I do not want to see one again. And it was like this fucking big. And my cousin was like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Yeah, fuck him up." (laughs) I don't want to be in that room. Adam, the reason you don't see spiders because you're overrun by lizards, man. <laughs> I have no problem with lizards. They hang. No. They don't bother me, and I don't bother them. Lizards uh, are they're, great. They're eating the spiders. Cool. Yeah, lizards they're run when you step in the in the sidewalk. They run away. <laughs> they they scatter. You can never catch those fuckers. Adam. I remember when I moved to Miami. I I stepped on a, a what I thought was a rain like a little raindrop, you know, or puddle, and I went to go step on it, and it scattered. I was like, oh, and it was all lizards. <laughs> And that's yeah. all it was. And I go, oh, thank God. <laughs> that was my thought. And I never saw a spider there. And were they green or were they brown? They were green. It was at night. So they were green and But I also saw frogs outside. Of, this will date me. Outside of a uh, Blockbuster video, I went there and I, I looked out the window and I saw frogs that were like fucking lawn gnome size. And I go, oh, fuck this state. It has the giant then, creatures. That's all it took, huh? Kuda put the A-track in and took off, right? <laughs> so a small town. Jansen, you're the last to go. Sorry. Oh, is it my turn now? It's your turn. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I said sorry. Go. 
<laughs> um, I love this episode. Okay, so I, we're I done mean, with Jansen. So let's talk about. Oh, fucking hate sorry, you're go- so You're still going. Damage. Sorry, go I'm ahead. Put a spider in your bed. I swear to God. <laughs> I know where you live, fucker. Do you know how much I would cry? Yes, I know. It I wouldn't mean, even be entertaining. You'd be like, ha ha. Like oh, poor guy. to sleep, and it's a win-win for you. Yeah. So okay. don't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I won't. I won't. Okay. That much of a dick. Um, I love the episode. <laughs> love David Williams, uh, Way- Wayans Jr. Um, I thought he was perfect fit for this for this character. I thought he made it he made it believable. Um, he had his own like comedy flair to it, of course. Um, he's, this has brought his personality to it, which was great. Yeah. Um, the story was solid. I will say this: I guessed the story, the entirety of it, as soon as I saw the model. Everything was over from that point on for me. Um, I, I knew yeah. basically what was coming from then on. Um, and that's not that far into the episode. That being said, it did not make it any less enjoyable for me to watch uh, because how we got to the end was still enough of a mystery, right? That it was fun to watch and um, just a solid Twilight Zone episode for me. I, I think this is this again is a great example of what Twilight episode should be, um, you know, and, it, and it's it's that's all I got. It, it was just really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Just goes to show you what good writing and good acting will do. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, they, you can tell that they put effort into this, right? Not mm. only with with the production value of the episode, but with the actors that they chose. Aside from Budget Oprah, I don't know what she was doing in there. What her, the fuck her, was that? Was that what? yeah? Was that Oprah or not? No, no it's not Oprah. She's it's been Oprah. in a couple other shows that I've watched, and I had to look her up again to remember. But yeah, she's a Budget Oprah. I think she's I thought actually it was even, Oprah. She's actually even played a role where she played Oprah too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd have, I have to pull up her IMDb again, but to go off yeah, what I, you're saying, I, I have a few clips that I'm screaming Oprah in it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on to those because I want to say something real quick. Is going off what Jansen said uh, yeah. specifically what he said at the beginning there is Damon Wayans Jr. is good. He was great in this episode, and what I mean by that is he had to overcome a couple different things when he was talking at the beginning. Like, after they introduce the model, and he's doing his little monologue, he's talking to himself in the room, in the crow room, where he's going, all right, what else should I do? What else, you know, what else, paint paint this, and he paints the cafe, and he does this. But but really, in reality, he's talking to himself, and the the level they chose for the dialogue for his inner monologue is so low-key, it's so quiet, where it's like, all right, wow, well, I, I should do this and I should do that. It's his inner, inner monologue, just, you know, louder so we can hear it. And I go, and I'm sitting there watching it, even the first time and the second time, and I'm going, this should be really boring, but I'm really interested in what fucking happens with this character. Yeah. And because it should be like, in re- what you think should happen is this is boring. He's talking about what he's doing, but I'm actually sitting there going, what else is he going to do with this fucking town? Because he's. He talks to an old lady who fell in a pothole with her elderly husband, and he fixes the pothole, and he fixes the sign, and he fixes the he paints the building a peach color, and I'm, and what I think I should be feeling is, all right, I get it, move on, like do something else, but the episode's so fucking good that what I really am thinking when I'm watching this is, oh, what else is he gonna do, and I'm like invested fully, and that is right. such a good. I, as much as we give shit, if you guys will indulge me for a second here, I apologize. But as much as I give shit to the new seasons, this episode did it really fucking well. 
which is I appreciated everything they showed me about this character, even though I don't know much about the character in the end. Like, how much do you really know about the guy? He, he wants to do well. His wife's dead. That's all you know. But watching him of, along the line, trying to figure out how to fix this town, how to actually improve this town, and not give the mayor too much credit, which is his only real challenge along the episode... Is, is fascinating for me. I, I enjoy watching every second of it, and I really did like this episode a lot. And I, I, At the end, I'm like, I want more episodes like this. It was very simple. It was very neat. It was tidy. But the writing, unlike the last episode, which was neat and tidy, but the writing sucked, so it fell apart. This episode was neat and tidy, but the writing kept it simple enough where you were invested the entire time along. What I equate it to for me the reason that I got so invested is is the, uh, the the level of detail that they put into it, right? It's like the scene from from Toy Story where he's he's putting Woody back together and he's painting his boots and he's he's fixing his hat and sewing up his shirt and everything. Like that really draws you in. That level of detail is something that should be appreciated in this type of TV show, right? We only have so much time, yeah, in in a single episode. You need to tell me so many different things. The detail has got to be there. Now, of course, it can't be overwhelming, but you only get one episode to get your point across. If you're not going to put forth the effort to put all the detail that's required for me to really enjoy this and feel invested into it, don't make the episode. And that's what we saw with the previous one, right? They should have scrapped it, and they didn't. But this one, you can really tell that they put forth that effort. Yeah. It just goes to show me that Peel knows that Peel can... Not not that he's writing it, but he can executive, you know, oversee and he knows what it takes to make a good Twilight Zone. And this is what drives me nuts about Peel is you can you can get this from him, you know, you know, it was uh, yeah, number eight out of ten on season two. And it's like it's so few and far between in between. But this is what drives me nuts a little bit about Peel when I see something like this. I'm like, what? Where's the rest of these like Peel, man, like. What do you? It, it's like do you do you get up one day like I'm gonna try today, and another day like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like that's how I feel almost I, when I see ones like this. If I can take over, Frank, I know exactly what you mean. Go ahead. It, it appears because watching this episode into the next, which we will get to next week, but I'm just gonna say real quick, next episode I really fucking love, and it makes you go like, where's the. This one on paper looks like an uh, episode. It looks like a boring episode they just put together, and here it is. Cool premise, but nothing to it. But in reality, I watch it, and I go, that was great. That was fun. It, it was a simple episode. I'm not looking for like the biggest crazy sci-fi bullshit to, to, to uh, you know, amuse my strung-out mind or whatever the fuck they think everyone's into nowadays. I'm looking for something like this. I'm looking for a very simple episode that keeps my attention, keeps me guessing, and with characters. And to be fair, this is the biggest fault of the episode. The characters are the least important part of the episode. They really are. How much do you know about any of these characters? But by the end, you're going, I want to see more. I want. I, I genuinely want to see more of where this episode goes. And that's a huge... That's why I didn't give it a higher score, because I feel like I wanted to know... I wanted some kind of closure for our, our main character, uh, Dame Wayans Jr. I, I, want, I, I feel like they were trying to build more up with him. And then they kind of uh, 
lightly abandoned it. And, and I, yeah. I just wanted, if, if it was a character episode, I kind of wanted to see where it was going to go for him. And then it just kind the, the, the episode just kind of stops with that whole storyline. And, and like you, I wanted to know where that was going to go. So that's the only reason that I took it down a notch. Cause it's like, I, I felt like I was just let down a little bit by not knowing where that, that went. I got some good news that I found here. Um, just so you guys for the future know. The guy who wrote this episode wrote two of the episodes that were done in the 80s. So we at least have what episodes? two halfway deep. Um, let's see, oh. The Elevator or To See the Invisible Man. The Invisible. Elevator, I believe, is... No, I'm thinking of Night Gallery. Sorry. Well, yeah, uh, while you're going to... Adam, to what you just said, buddy, with the closure, right? A lot of Twilight Zone episodes don't give you that at all oh i know i just for this particular episode i just wanted that right and i I felt a little little unsatisfied there but you know there are twilight zone episodes out there where they do give you the closure you know sometimes it's hard for me to explain sometimes you can be ambiguous and then i like that like you don't really necessarily know what's going to happen you can let your mind do the wondering but with this one it felt like they were building something up like some kind of a lesson and it kind of got lost with dame williams jr because everything else that happened after he started fixing things kind of took over and then they kind of forgot about Damon Williams Jr. At least that's how I felt about it. Yeah. I definitely, I hear you on like the lesson not being learned there. there, There's no lesson to be learned from it. It's also kind of good though, because this episode could have went so political and they didn't. That was exactly. Can I interject something? Yeah. So honestly, I like the way I saw it is this defecto mayor, douchebag that you know goes after a woman and her son constantly right because i guess he's the only two he can i guess alpha over right he he had to have done something with day you know with 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 his with his wife you know because he wanted the the um the highway she didn't right she was dead sent against it right she ends up dead boom there's a highway he's all happy that He's now living in a shithole. The only guy with a stingray. Everybody else is, you know, walking to work the three blocks, pretty much. But my point being is he's prospering, you know. Um, he's got the trophy wife. Everybody else is poor and scraping by by pennies, you know. And before that, the town was on its way up because that highway wasn't there that he was pushing. Highway's there now. She's dead. And he's mayor. So not for nothing. Plus, they kind of pass him off as as this really loosely based, just like mobster wannabe cocksucker. So, you know, he even had he even had the freaking um, Sopranos uh, Saul blue frown. You know, Jansen made a really good point before we start recording about David Krumholtz. Yeah, please go into that because I completely agree. Um, I was just saying that I think I think David. First off, I think David Crumbles is kind of is the type of actor who you know he's he's had a good career in, in the beginning of it and everything, and he's kind of petered off. He's he's a working actor again, right? So, but I think he's one of those types of people that will be what we see having their their third act or their second act um, lifting them up, right? They they're going to be one of those actors that's in their older ages, really coming coming back and, and hitting it strong because I, I think he has a lot of talent. Um, but I, I was telling Phoenix that I was like, if they ever did a, a Batman remake for the Penguin, he would be perfect. For yeah, the Penguin. <laughs> he'd be. I could see him pulling that role off. Flawless. Immensely. Yeah. 
Right on. Uh, but I, I mean, I mean, like, I, I just had like one, one more thing to what I was saying. Yeah, we're not in a hurry. Go right. ahead. Right on. Is you know, at the end, pretty much he ruined the mayor by everything that he did. Yeah. And it was almost, you know, he got back at the mayor who took his wife out, even though he couldn't prove it or anything like that. And it's not like it wasn't a revenge story. Well, I mean, I guess it was, but it was it was only a revenge story. It was you do this douche thing. Now this happens to you. Right. But but at the end, um, you, you know, the resolution Adam, you know what I'm saying is. Is, is this douchebag mayor elect that didn't get elected right now he's he is exposed as a fraud he wasn't the one doing everything that people thought he was and they turn on him you know so it, it felt in a a way, you do kind of get a little bit of like there is a bright sunny day for this town in the near future now because now everybody knows that the mayor's a fake you know and you yeah, know i agree with I agree with that statement. I would say out of out of out of a lot of the episodes, there's a lot of them that leave you feeling empty. There's a lot of them that leave you feeling like you um, you want more or or the the resolution isn't there. I feel like this one has a resolution. It's just not as obvious. But I, I do feel good at the episode at the end of the episode. I don't feel bad. I don't feel like I missed a lot of stuff. I feel like yeah, you could have done more to, to show what happened after but that's not the twilight zone right so i feel like out of all the episodes that we've watched so far at least all the episodes that i've seen this is one of those ones where i got a good feeling from it yeah. exactly and, and that's all i wanted to say like i'm not just crediting how you felt about it Adam. not at all i was just kind of putting out like well maybe if you look at it this way you did get a little bit so yeah you ponder that maybe it might you know just a little bit of uh you know you know pop that you know five into a six or four into a who knows. Yeah. Maybe I just get used to watching so many things where they start a plot line and then don't finish it to uh, the point where I'm almost looking for it now. You know, but Judging by your, your YouTube channel, yes, you watch a lot of <laughs> I do. I really, it's, it's, that's absolutely true. You're almost conditioned to expect it at this point, bro. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, tr you gotta trickle in some blockbusters and some regular bullshit. Movies oh, I do. I trust, trust me. I take a break from those trash movies from every once in a while and put something good. else good on just to remember, like, yeah, there are movies with budgets that can be good, you know, can not all. Well, no yeah. Most of them were made many years ago, but hey, they're yeah. there. And the crow's great, but let's talk about uh, how this episode. What I, what I agree, Adam, or uh, sorry, Frank, what you were saying, the episode doesn't go where you think it's going to go, even if you're like, this is where it's going to go. Like Jansen said, you said you, you expected where it's going to go. That's fine. But it doesn't follow through with the paranoia and the revenge plot lines you think it's setting up. Because you think it's setting up like he's going to fuck over that mayor and it's going to be like blend back and forth ego driven. But instead, the episode follows a plot line where Damon Wayne's character is Damon Wayne's Jr. is just trying to do what's best for this town. And he fucks up and he admits it and he goes, all right, I was the one that was fucking it up. And, he, and David Crumholtz is the mayor is trying to take credit, but he's also like, show us. He tried to accuse a teenager of having post like what drawing pictures post what happened, which is stupid. What was the name he gave? Uh, the mayor gave his special friend or something. I don't know. 
But he goes but up. They go up in the, the attic. They have a, like a little sissy fight on, on top of the model. It falls over. It's an earthquake. His ring falls on it. There's a giant golden ring at the end in the in the uh, news. Those cast. effects were pretty good too. And it looked fine. And I was going. The largest I, piece of gold ever found. Well, I was like, I, okay. I think a, he actually he actually foreshadows what's going to happen, and he puts the ring. Yeah. He takes the ring off and he sets it on there. He goes, I'm sorry, and puts it down. He did it for a reason. And right. everything well, about his character fleshed out. That, I think what really is happening here is that he's he's letting go and he's mourning, right? And he's letting go, and at the end of it, he is going to be the person who takes care or, or pushes the city in the right direction on his wife's behalf, right? That's That's the world that we were looking for is that he's able to move on. Real quick, I completely agree that this is an episode where he's mourning his wife. He figures out what she's really doing, tries to take over and goes, all right, she was right. I'm pushing way too hard on this. And he lets go and goes, all right, my wife, this is what she's trying to do. She's trying to better the town. She's trying to keep it simple. She didn't tell me about this. He tries to do too much, too too quickly, and and he pushes it too far. And... That's why our last episode didn't work, A Human Face, where they're both about mourning someone who died recently in their lives. The last episode didn't work because we didn't know who the fuck she was. We didn't care. We didn't know anything. We just saw um, an alien show up, and she's taking over humanity, blah, blah, blah. This episode, we see him go through the trial and tribulations of trying to overcome that and trying to become something bigger and different than what she was and trying to fix the town failing and going, okay, I fucked up here. I'm admitting it to the whole town. He admits it. So it felt like a Stephen King movie to me, but he admits it, which is very different from the Stephen King movie. It was illustrated better in this one. Yeah. But like you, you right. understood. It, it, yeah. yeah. It does exactly what we were wanting in the other beginning of the episode. We have a, a, uh, you know, an exposition of, even though it was bad, this episode is about, yeah. right. We, we have, her and in the news we see a picture of her we know who's died we know who's you know she's going to be impacted by it which was completely missing from the previous episode and that's why i said adam you're right about a flashback but only at the beginning would have helped yep, right. this episode had that a flashback I like how you even tied though those together by the way that that's that's a that's a great way to do summarize both of them yeah, yeah. this is how to do it right that's not in this episode just had at the beginning I'm sorry. Go no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, also, both episodes had gigantic versions of very small little guys. Giant spider, giant tardigrade. There was a giant spider in this? I don't remember that. But, but yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? He blacked out for that part. Yeah, I was, I was not aware of that. He <laughs> so, went in the other room to go watch the crow. <laughs> I watched. I would go in the wash and watch like Crow 4 to avoid that shit. It's like, where's Phoenix? His clothes are right here. I don't know. He, he, got, he got here. Phoenix is gone. He wasn't left behind. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but I, I enjoy the fact that they don't really go into detail as far as how the character plays out. Like, they tussle over the model, it falls over as an earthquake. We see a mo- we see a big ring of gold outside at the end. That's it, that's all we get at the end. But I was like, that felt enough part of the story and part of the theme where I was satisfied. I wasn't going, tell me more. Like, I wasn't angry. I wasn't demanding more. I wasn't, I wasn't bored. I, 
it was nice to feel that for a while in this season, in the middle of the new show. Yeah, this one was a rarity. It's proof that people can write. They just have to try harder. You just have to want to want something to be good. Yeah, it, it, it is possible every once in a while Th- to have was, good things in in twenty twenty. This was extremely creative. Yeah, and the fact that I saw this, what I what I realized this is what this episode's about. When he sprays the bottle and it rains outside and everyone's all like rocking in the snow and it's raining, I go, "Oh, this is what it's about." And I was angry at that point. To be honest with you guys, I would go, "Oh fuck, here we go." And then it still kept going, and I go, "This is great. I have no idea where this is going. Like, I assume it's going to be what it was, but I wasn't ahead of the episode for once. I wasn't just sitting there waiting. Like, oh, I know where it's going to show it already. I was just watching and and content. And, and like, how about the ingenuity of his wife, where it just took a few turns of a key, and then you know, electricity everywhere. Like, wow." You know, she she was very handy with R.I.P. Alright. The best we man. Do we got anything from, uh, do we have Greg's review? We do. Oh, uh, boy. Greg said. Let's see what the muffins got. Episode 8, season 2. Like a real dick. I really like this episode. It's simple, but with layers of interest. There was a bit of Deus Ex Machina ending, but not really. I felt sympathy for the good people. Anger toward the assholes and annoyance toward the sheeple. Yeah, I said it. There's a moral aspect I love about this episode where the main guy wants to do good, tries to flee off the asshole mayor, sorry, tries to flee off the asshole mayor, and despite the fact his town went to shit, there's a giant ass ring of gold that can help the basic needs of the town at least. Uh, I'm glad they didn't even push that many agendas. I'm just, it's just people wanting to to live normal lives one guy who lives in a church found a way to try and make things right and then and when all things go to shit you still have faith yeah i sound preachy go ahead and make fun of me it's a good tz feeling sorry it's a good it's a feel good tz episode sorry i love the tz i love the feel good tz episodes when done right that is really hard to read i'm sorry guys i give the episode a seven out of ten aka a B for butt-fucked mares who can handle TC holes, wholesomeness. Anyway, I, anyway, I hope you guys stay cool. Can't wait for the final two episodes. Your boy, Greg Mirren. You're here, Greg. You're here. That's what I say. I, not fucking preachy fuck. Let me say, <laughs> fuck Greg, but also I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. I enjoyed it. It, it kept my interest. Seven's like, I, I, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't. Nothing personally I, I loved in it. I guess it's like eight and above. Seven's a ten for this fucking series. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So what do you guys think, Jansen? Um, I'm I'm in between an eight and a nine. I think oh, I'm wow. gonna lead towards nine, honestly. I just I really enjoyed it. Like I was I was into it the whole time. There wasn't a moment that I was bored with it. It was a really fun episode. It was a really well-written episode, and the characters were, you know, compelling. So I enjoyed it. I could see myself sway to an eight at some point. This is I have to watch it some more. But uh, Adam, out of I'm 10. glad that you said that because you guys actually swayed me a little bit higher too. I was going to give it a six out of ten, and I'm I'm drunk on you guys' enthusiasm, so you convinced <laughs> me it's at least a seven out of ten, and I would have given a little bit score higher. I've already aired out my grievances. They're minor, but yeah, 
like I said, sometimes I just want a little bit more. And when I'm left wanting, I'm not satisfied. So if I'm not satisfied, it affects my score. Okay. So you had some issues with it, minor, it appears. Yeah, but, but I'll definitely go with 7 out of 10 yeah, on this one. Yeah. I, think, I think that's fair. I think a 7 is fair. Jansen, I won't disagree with you. I think that's fair if you liked it more than, than we did. But, yeah, great. Uh, like I said, it's it's in between eight and nine. I you know I I would say, I would say nine feels like it's almost perfect. I didn't really have too many flaws with this episode, so I, I feel like that's where I land. It's a quality episode told in an interesting way. The the visuals like last episode. Sorry, Frank. We'll get to you in a second. The last episode okay. felt a little it looked a little too much like the rest of the episodes, where I was kind of like, okay, I've seen this a thousand times. This episode looked different. The music was great. I fucking love the music in this episode. It's very like uh, drums, and very yeah, minimal very on the music. Very it was drums. Just That's a good description. Drums, it, it worked. Uh, I mean, dude, yeah. It was very drummy. It was. It was like the the soundtrack to what's that movie? Um, Drumline. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the drum. Uh, drumline. Drumline. <laughs> What's that movie with uh the guy from uh Fantastic Four? <laughs> what? The guy with Fantastic from Fantastic Four. Where he's um, a drummer. Which which Fantastic Four? Whiplash. Fan Whiplash. The one before it? Whiplash. Oh, oh, Whiplash? Yeah. Oh, uh JK Simmons? Yeah. It was like that soundtrack where it was just drums, and that was almost it. And it worked, and it kept. It I simple. was going to say that ironically, but then you were actually trying no, to say that's it. That's what it was. It was just drums. <laughs> it was simple. I was really hoping you weren't going to say Jeremy Renner because we were going about to fight. <laughs> now his country album is amazing, but Frank, what do you think about the episode rating wise? I give it a seven out of ten. Okay, easily. Yeah, good. We're all on the same page again. Yeah. What do I we mean, do? Thing, what? Uh, Fuck you, only- Frank. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to think of something to argue about. No, the only thing I didn't like is he used the last name Grant, and that's a that's a cardinal sin in my book for TZ. I get it, but you should. You know, what are you gonna? It's not. It wasn't obvious. I didn't even notice it till you said it. So I mean, I caught on it right away because I'm always looking for. I mean, because at, up to this point, we're just being punched in the face with nostalgic. You know. Yeah throwback teasy like hey look invader whipple you know a moving company from you know dingle either they have dingle denton or whipple like it feels like they they heard the complaints from season one they're like oh so you don't like political you just want you want old school like you know uh twilight zone well here it is and they're just shoving it in your face and they're slapping you with it sometimes yeah well they listen to our podcast they really do there you go Honestly, well, I've been in talks with Peel. He's he's going to come on the last uh, uh, during uh, you might also like. Well, he might also get fucking sacrificed for the show. So I don't know if he wants to do that or not. But no, he, that's the one he wanted to come on because that's his favorite one. Well, he can go fuck himself. Uh, the <laughs> point is, they on they obviously shows do now listen to like like I made a bunch of shit about The Walking Dead and clearly someone listened, not just to me. I'm not trying to stake a claim in that, but like they listen to podcasts about this and go, all right, this is what people are bitching about. Let's fix this. And they fix shit because if people have listeners, that's more people who are watching it. And that's, that's, you know, more the bigger chunk of their audience. So at some point they have to make some sort of, of correction. And like, like if you tell the Titanic 
the guy making the, the corrections like there's a bunch of you know there's a bunch of icebergs up ahead but the fans aren't a big fan of that they'd be like okay let's move away from the icebergs iceberg right ahead yeah like well not so, only that but when you put that when you put that soapbox out there for people like the podcast and, and you recognize that that podcast has listeners and that those are the invested people right exactly it's not just the people who just watch the show it's the people who go out and seek other ways to absorb that content so you got to listen to those people and that's what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm saying jensen it's when i complain about the walking dead it's very i would literally go here's point number one point number two point number three fix these things and people would really enjoy it because if you remember a couple years ago people were falling off the walking dead left and fucking right and I go, here's how you fix this. It's very simple. And then the next I mean, season came out, and I go, oh, they fixed all those problems. They're dude, listening people, to people who make podcasts or video shows about their thing. People underestimate the power of a podcast, dude. Yeah. It, power of the interwebs. Well, like, like when you have thousands of people listen yeah. and agree with you, because I, I never had one person say, you're wrong. Like, they have to fix some things. And, and Twilight Zone fixed things from last season. Frank and I did the whole last season together. There were so many fucking issues. And this season, I'm not feeling those issues. Are you, Frank? No. No. I've never once said Twitter zone. I've never once said left-wing Twitter feed. I've never once said, please stop telling me about A, B, C. I get the fucking political agenda. I know what you're saying. Please stop fucking telling me about it. We're just watching it and going, this is entertaining. Like today's episode, we all agree. It was entertaining. Right. We're, we're, the difference between this season and last is if we don't like something this season, it's just because it wasn't written very well. Yeah, it's last episode. It's, it's trying to preach something at us. Last yeah. episode, a human face didn't offend me. I was just like, yeah. oh, just just fell short. That's a, that's our biggest concern. I want to I be, be told a well-told story in, in 30 to 40 minutes, not 50, not 60, no, no. That contains an episode where I think, and I'm not ahead of the storyline. And if I am ahead of the storyline, I'm still invested because of the characters. It's very simple. And I want to be surprised at the end. I want to be mad. I don't want to. I don't want to be told like I'm preached to, like I'm going to fucking church and I'm being told how to feel about some some political agenda. That's all I want. And so far, this fucking season is way better than season one. I'm I'm very pleased with this season. So. If someone from CBS is listening, keep doing this. Honestly, I I don't want to yeah. course correct you too much. Just keep doing this sort of thing. It Just works. Simplify your, you know, sim, you know, you know, get rid of what hasn't worked. Figure out what did. Simplify and you know, focus on that. And it's very simple. You know, the simpler you can make something, but it still be a really good product you know yeah. is the best way to do it don't over you know some people think like they need to make something so you know transcending and difficult to understand and it's got almost got to be like in poem form like where you know you know generations will be arguing about what it really meant and fuck you i don't want that i just want to be entertained if that, that does it, happen it's by complete accident. It's not something you can force. Like nope. 2001 works because it's, it's it was made by a genius, honestly. It's not something that you're like, he went, I want to try to fool people. I want to, like, he just went, here we go. Here's this movie. It's purposely vague. Jordan Peele yeah. did that. Nowadays, you'd be like, fuck you. Just tell me a story. That's all I want to see is a story. I'm not 
bored with or preached at. Like Adam, you fucking hated season one. Yeah, yeah I did, and, and that's that's part of my thing. If if I would have just saw this season and it would have ended on a better episode, I would have kept my CBS All Access subscription. But yeah. because I watched season two and then watched season one, I couldn't fucking cancel it quick enough. And I, yeah, like season one is why I hate Facebook and I like Twitter because season one was Facebook. Yeah, on your line. Facebook, Facebook. I hate Facebook. I don't I agree. But... Hate it. I mean, there's a few good things about Facebook. I, you know, uh, uh, a long lost brother found us through Facebook. So there's that. But, you know, that's way few and far between. You know what I mean? But most of it, it's just, you know, I don't I don't want to see it. I, I don't need to see it. I can't get away from it. But, you know, that's what I mean. So just enough with that shit. I don't need it. And, and they and to be fair, they've corrected course enough to avoid that that glacier they've avoided that yeah. where i'm try- sorry to be so poetic but i'm trying to avoid our mistakes of last season where we judged it way too harshly but also kind of fair at the same point last season where we're totally. eight episodes in we haven't yet done uh blue scorpion which is episode nine we weren't there yet and we're kind of going okay i fucking get it but at this point they go i can tell they've learned from season one They've learned what the fans are looking for. And not even fans, just basic fucking people. People who want to... They're trying to make changes versus doubling down on the bullshit. Exactly. They're trying to... This is what people, regular people, want to watch. Not, this is why we get popular on Twitter. Which is, why would the fucking... Why the fuck would they go for that goal of becoming so woke that they're popular instead of here's a good show that people like and it's woke and accidentally once in a while they'll get a people you know band twilight like that sort of thing i'd rather go for that where every once in a while you put an episode that challenges those people then here's an episode for those people you can't hate us now oh well there's no sci-fi and there's no story there's no characters like there's nothing to enjoy or chew deep in that episode there's no fat on that meat where i can get into and and think about it further. Mm-hmm. And that that's the type of show that deserves to be on free TV, right? This is the type of show, what we've seen today, what this episode is, is the thing that decides it deserves to be behind the, the, the CBS All Access paywall. Yeah. Right? People should need to look for this content and, and be able to enjoy it in this way that it's meant to be enjoyed um, versus, you know, having the Twitter zone on regular TV. If you want that shit, there's plenty of shows that are going to do that for you. This yeah. is not what this is supposed to be. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna ask somebody for a monthly subscription, then you need to um, step your game up. You know, you you need to deliver goods that people are willing to pay a monthly fee for. Yeah, for sure. People are trying to you know get entertained to you know zone out of the real world. They want. Thank to you, thank you, thank you. Be reminded of it. We said that so many times last season, Frank. That I I already am on Twitter. I don't need to see people going, guns are bad. People who hate, yeah. you know, and, immigrants yeah. are bad. I, yeah, I'm already converted. Do you need to think about Twitter? If you don't want to see it, don't have to. Yeah, but I have to see it if I'm reviewing a show about it. So when they sit there yeah. week after week yeah. going, here's what you should feel, listener, re- you know, watcher. And I hate to keep stressing this idea enough. I just really want to praise this season for for growing, for growing the fuck up from last season. 
because we do have to compete with Tom Elliott. We do have to compete with those audiences where they're serious about this. So I'm trying to take a few minutes here to be serious. I appreciate you acting like we're fucking grownups and telling us a story where I'm not being preached to and I'm not being told illegal immigration. You should be sympathetic toward immigrants. You should, you should feel that guns are bad. You should feel that men are evil. And just like, Oh, I get it. And every other left-wing radical fucking thought that shoved down your fucking throat every goddamn second. Well, and here's the problem. I'm a, I'm not I'm not even talking about politics. We're not going to go down that road, guys. Don't worry. But I'm clearly not right-wing. I'm talking about last. Season. But last season, why do I need to be told things I already believe in? Who are you? Nobody right-wing is going like watching this going like I fucking love Trump and Trump and Pence. But you know what? They sway. And that's never fucking happening. It's never going to happen. And thank you for realizing it. The wrong, the wrong audience, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I guess I must be the exception. You guys have heard that term preach to the choir? Yeah. Right. Why do they do it so much then? Because they want to be praised on Twitter. Screaming and they realize. Into the be, void. You know, you're not heard if you're screaming into the void. They weren't yeah. getting to praised on Twitter like there. they thought they would. So they instead went with, let's do a good show, which is what the last episode right. of last season was about, which is fuck that. Yeah. And, and like, you know, Rod knew when to pick, when to do it, and when not to. People know? say Twilight Zone is political, and I never agree with that. It's. No. Yeah, and I agree with you. Twilight Zone is not political. Twilight Zone is more... It's morality. Thank you. Very good point. I've seen every episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. If there's one thing that I've learned from watching that show is you can totally do politics and modern science fiction. The trick is not forcing your audience to take sides. Yes. Making your audience think. That's the whole point. And I'm sorry. To see a different point of view. Yeah. Exactly. We'll end on that. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to like sit here and hold you guys hostage, but I completely agree. It's. It's. I'm enjoying the show. What here's you? what this could be: the Twilight Zone, you know, fifty nine series is. It's a morality play that people want to say. Rod injected political messages into his episode, which he did like five fucking times. He only did that a few times when it was like, you know, we're coming out of fifty nine, which is like fourteen years removed from Nazis. Yeah, Not that far removed from the Red Scare still going the Cold on. Cold War, yeah. Cold War is still going on. He had to do that. The Blacklist was still going. He had to put in actors from the Blacklist. He had to do all this shit because it was relevant. But now we're looking at a, a stage in time in television where we don't really have anything to fight against other than each other. So they went, let's aim towards Twitter, towards our people mm-hmm. who are already on our side. And I kind of go, why? What's the fucking point of- just tell me an interesting sci-fi story that I want to be invested in, and that's all I want in the fucking world. And this season, thank you. Jordan Peele, I know Adam, I'm um, sorry, uh, Frank, you're going to have some issues in episode 10, and you said fuck, fuck uh, Jordan Peele earlier. But I want to say, as far except for that episode, thank you, Jordan Peele and CBS All Access, for not forcing that down my throat. That's all I want to say. <sighs> well put dude seriously i mean that do you guys have any parting words of wisdom for this for this episode i don't know how to follow that phoenix it was perfect and i couldn't say that's that's a Um, tough act to to follow nor would i've been able to set it better myself i know that for a fucking fact i I could tell you guys are getting tired i want to go but (laughs) i had to say that 
Um, I I just want to say he cut those the roses fucked up. He fucked those roses up, man. What? I was talking to one of my friends earlier today, and it applies it, it applies to this episode. Nothing dates science fiction worse than having it deal with the technology or the the hot point of the time. So if you aim all of your your episodes towards Facebook or Twitter or MySpace, that's just going to be obsolete in like two to five years tops. Yeah. You know, whereas if you put something with, you know, you can have a morality lesson. Did you say MySpace? Did I I'm MySpace? just saying any technology. If you, if you think of movies that haven't aged well, movies he, like he proved his own point evil, there. One missed call, you know, shit like that. You can't oh, if you if you base your horror or your sci-fi around just technology and nothing else, you date your science fiction horror. That's why you can't do, you cannot do political messages in a sci-fi story. You have especially, to do morality. Especially current tales. political messages. It has to be morality Stay because away from AOL Messenger, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> when you're on CIQ, no, when you're on a. Political messaging is so dated, but when you go morality play, that goes back to like fucking Shakespeare. Like that sticks around for hundreds of years. Like morality doesn't change. It you know, you might challenge some things way down the line, but that's a that's stri- that's striving to be something better. That's that's trying to change the status Pretty quo. Pretty sure that Wonder Kid is going to be laughed at in about 5 years. I, I'm laughing I, at it already. Yeah. I'm not laughing because I fucking hated it. I'm not bad. laughing at that episode. So I bad. fucking despised it. I, 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 I was mad. I wasn't. It's laughing. so bad, dude. It's so bad. eight, eight. I laughed at that yeah. one. I fucking just because it was dumb. It was just dumb. It wasn't offensively political or anything or preachy. It was just dumb. Yeah. I agree. But yeah. let's let's get out of here because I can tell Jansen's yeah. ready to go. So oh, <laughs> uh, be yeah. outro. Yeah. I know he's got his poopy face. Outro. It's yeah. outro time. Pl- oh, do your outro. We can never calculate what change our actions will bring into the world, despite our best intentions, and whether they will be for good or ill. Yet without action, the stars themselves go cold. Jason Grant wanted to change the world for the better, but the power to do so got the best of him until he lost it all. But today, perhaps losing it all, both for Mr. Grant and for the town of Littleton, was the beginning of something new. Lonely hands find each other in the shadows. Sorry, my finger hit the button. That's all right. We're done. Um, (gasps) Let me just say Adam has his uh, review up there. Nine out of ten. Yeah, we, we didn't have a lot of voters this week, but we had one for nine out of ten. So oh, I just figured I'd I didn't know you posted that. them, so I didn't share them. So it's kind of a... I did it the last two weeks, and that turned out pretty well. But I guess this yeah. week everybody just kind of forgot to go vote. I didn't notice cool. that you posted it, um, but we'll do that <laughs> for now. You, Adam, like in the beginning of the show, we should like direct them towards your website. Like, you know, what I mean, for let's the... do that for the next one. Yeah, yeah I, I exposure was minimal. And the earlier you can post them, and if you can get them on Twitter in the morning, would... that's what I I'm will saying. actually share those to Twitter. Yeah, that's that's, what a, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is we have a huge twitter feed for you now let's go ahead and uh use that audience for a reason um cool as opposed to that i have a much larger twitter feed that did not participate today and i have a small town mary fuck kill uh 25 percent mary 50 percent fuck 25 percent kill interesting 
split yeah. down the middle. But uh, I'd I marry this one. Yeah, I, I I think the fifty percent spoke well, and then you know the twenty five percent. I'd that? still marry this one. I liked it. No, maybe fuck. I don't know. They're they're not far off, but yeah, can't disagree. Do you fuck before you marry, or marry after? You fuck? I mean, depending oh. on I guess. In this day and age, really? I've <laughs> never been married, and I fucked several times. So there you go. So <laughs> I don't want to tell you. What's it like? I don't want to be part of your divorce podcast, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's hear plugs. Eventually, we'll hear plugs, you know, sometime. Way off topic radio. Shut the plug fuck time. up, Frank. Jensen wishes to plug, apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug RaidersoftheLostFlix.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday of four hours and hours. Oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug LIWstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your 2019 Twilight Zone Season 2 thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Or tweet us at LIWTZReview. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. No, we won't. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix Phoenix West. West. Joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. Sorry. So long, citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now. Just before we go, I want to say that the crow was meh. <laughs> Frank, watch the crow tonight, and then tell me what you think. Um, I'm on it. Expect nothing. Just just watch it with open mind. Anyway, until next time, noon time. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Lanks. I'm Jansen. The crow was meh, Carlin. <laughs> and then I'm Adam Wilcox. Don't so, listen to anything Jansen says. It's just the three of us. Anyway, guys, uh, Frank and Adam, how are you guys doing? Um that's great. No, shut the fuck up. Uh, let's head out of here, guys. Uh, the small town was great. So was the crow. So until next time. And in the meantime. So long, citizens. Frank, I'm a time link. Squeeze, squeeze. For some reason. You guys are dicks. You guys are And... It's over. All right, guys. All right. Now you can say all your bad words that you were trying to say all night. (laughs) You could just write them on your T-shirt. Yeah. It's already there. I can't never wear this T-shirt ever again. God damn it. That fucking all night. I'm self-conscious about it. I'm like trying to hide it, taking off the tags and moving the fucking cord around. (laughs) Fuck you guys. You're like a a, a really busty girl that went to church with too low of a cut top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna start wearing just plain black shirts. I don't know what the fuck else I can get away with anymore. <laughs> Sorry that you're such a racist, Adam. It's not our fault. <laughs> I said black shirts. <laughs> I gotta get out of here, fellas. I'll talk to you later. All Sorry, right, Jensen. It was right. fun. I, I really enjoyed this. Adam, Peace Adam, out, Adam. 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 Yo, okay. Bye, Jensen. Yeah, you can leave. Bye. Uh, bye. Uh, you are okay. Um, do you want to do uh, you know, like you, you know, on your channel, you've been doing like. B movies and all, but you want to buy guys.